0: <laughs> it's, it's really, really hot in <laughs> 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 I think it's only at 10
1: degrees. <laughs> Look, it's piping hot!
2: <laughs> <sighs> Alright. Now it's time for some real talk. Um, first getting into meditation I read a passage in a book that used the idea of an orange, like orange slices to describe how much we're missing from our experience so when you peel a little clementine or something like that you have 8 or 10 little wedges and the picture in the book or the uh, the the idea in the book is that when you're you're taking one wedge and you put it in your mouth your hands are already trying to peel the next wedge so like you're not actually eating or enjoying the wedge that you just put in your mouth you're already moving on to the next wedge and then Thich Han also explains, for example, washing the dishes. If you have guests over and you go to wash the dishes so that you can go back to being with your guests, you're not actually washing the dishes because you're just trying to get through them so that you can get to your guests. But then when you get to your guests, you're probably trying to get through that so that you can, you know, check your email or put the kids to bed or, um, read a book or whatever. And it just immediately dawned on me that that was the most true thing I'd ever heard about, how much we miss of our experience. And even in my my own experience, I would say even with, or alongside my practice, I would say, a typical day, I'm probably missing least 25% of my day through inattention. So unless you're fully enlightened and none of you has, has told me as much. You are missing and wasting an extreme portion of your life every day. When you're rushing to work, you're not enjoying the fact that you can walk or being grateful that you have fresh air to breathe or that you have a job. You're just rushing and you get to work and then you do this thing and then you're just doing that so you can get to your first break or the next thing. Again, it doesn't devalue the lives that we live and the people that we help, but we're not paying attention to our lives, which essentially amounts to wasting away our lives. So this gift of life that we're given from our parents or from God or however you think about it. And there's billions of people on the planet, all wasting away their lives, not by the choices they make. I'm not saying people are are making bad choices. I'm saying that regardless of the choices that they're making, even good choices, through inattention, they're not actually enjoying or, or being present for their lives. So you could have the greatest job, you could be a philanthropist, or you could do great, great things, things for other people, you could have an amazing family, you could be working out at the gym, taking care of yourself, all of these great decisions that you make. But if you're not paying attention, you're missing out. So FOMO or the fear of missing out is often used to describe, you know, like, oh, there's this party happening or something and I don't want to miss out on that or there's something on the internet and I want to make sure I catch it. So I'm going to scroll through everything, but the real thing that you're missing out on is the present moment almost constantly. So you just sat silently for 30 minutes and you probably missed about half of it through inattention. At least there was a moment after moment where you were thinking about the past or worrying about the future and you were totally lost in a train of thought. And when I say you, I'm including myself in this. I understand how difficult this is. We are all constantly missing our lives. We're not actually experiencing the present moment. This is really painful when you begin to realize this as you start practicing and maybe you sit a retreat or something and you start to notice what paying attention feels like. And then it becomes easier for you to notice when you're not paying attention. And this really deep and dark sadness comes on you when you start to realize. That you don't have the fortitude of mind to actually pay attention to your life. We've chosen not to pay attention to our life. We've actually cultivated inattention. We've numbed our minds on purpose. Because, in a strange way, being fully present all the time is really potentially painful if you live with an open heart and you live paying attention, you have to feel unpleasantness so much more. And you get to feel pleasantness so much more, but because we can't handle these extreme pleasant or unpleasant sensations and feelings and thoughts, we choose a strategy, we build a strategy, a cocoon, where we numb ourselves through inattention. And then that becomes our natural state. If you're numb, to whatever degree, you don't have to feel things. You don't actually have to pay attention, you just have to have enough awareness that you can kind of like get through your day. And try to seek pleasure, try to avoid un displeasure. And that's the strategy that 99.9% of the human population is involved in is just, is just keeping themselves slightly away from or distant from the present moment, always thinking about what's wrong about the present moment, what they lack, what they don't have, what they want, why they're not getting it. Or things in the past that should have gone differently or not have happened at all. Or something that was so amazing. They want to get back to that, even to the point where they get back in relationships or go back to jobs or cities, hoping that it'll be the same. It was before. So this is real talk. This is what the Buddha and all wisdom traditions have recognized for thousands of years that We can't stay in the present moment because it's too much and we numb ourselves and we follow other idols or other means of satisfaction that ultimately don't satisfy. So what we think is natural like the normal emotions that we feel like anger and anxiety and jealousy and um, even like sort of momentary happiness. That is all unnatural. That is not the natural state that we have inherent in us. What you think and feel as your normal experience is not natural. Because 90% of what you're doing is fantasizing about the future or regretting or being stuck in the past. So, and look no further than the last half an hour that you spent in your mind, where you were thinking like a song came in your mind, or you had a memory from childhood, or you were thinking about this thing that you're doing tomorrow and what you need to remember to do. It's constant and incessant and it's really hard to train the mind to stay in the present moment, but that's what we're doing here together. If you notice that you're thinking about something in the past or the future, as soon as you notice it, that's a moment of mindfulness and you can bring your attention back to the present moment. And that strengthens your resolve to stay in the present moment. You need one pointed focus. Otherwise, you're just missing your life. And if you, if you knew how every moment was a miracle, that every moment was, was the most satisfying thing. If you were to simply be present in that moment, that you would get everything that you wanted in the present moment, Once you start to see that you will crave moments where you can practice, you will crave the present moment so much. But the habitual reactions and the habitual patterns are tricking you into thinking that that's your natural way of being, that's naturally who you are, but that's wrong. We're all being hoodwinked by our minds. But the best part of this is that we have a practice and we have a set of teachings that can help us train ourselves to actually first, for the first time ever, enjoy being alive to, to deepen the experience of being alive, to revert in the good sense to a spontaneous, healthy, natural, childlike wonder of what life is. Just one image and, and, I'll, and I'll wrap up, but I remember one time, it's a very vivid memory for me. I was sledding when I was a kid and I always loved sledding. We had, I lived on a hill and there was one moment where I just threw myself into the snow, kind of like to do a snow angel. And I had my hat and hood on and I was simultaneously cold because it was like that perfect snowy cold, but I was hot because I'd been sledding and running around and I could just hear my breath and I was, had my eyes open and I was just looking at the sky. I wasn't trying to meditate because I didn't even know what that was at that age, I wasn't trying to watch my breath. I was just breathing. I was just looking. I was just feeling my body. There was no hint. There was no contrivance to try to be anything. I was just being, it was the most natural state of just feeling aliveness. And what's, what's so inevitable or sad is that we lose touch with that simple feeling of being as we age and we, we start getting into all these patterns that begin to define our personalities and the things that stress us out. But meditation has this power to return you to that innocence, to that wonder, to that beginner's mind, to actually get to enjoy each little slice of the orange. To enjoy doing the dishes when you're with the dishes, to enjoy your guests. To enjoy brushing your teeth, to enjoying curling up to bed. Each of those things can be equally enjoyed because they're fleeting. As long as you rest in that experience to feel into the experience of the present moment. And you have to learn to trust that that letting go of your future fears and your past worries It's going to be okay that you don't have to fret about the past or the future for the present moment to take care of you or to take care of itself. So this practice allows us to deepen that trust and it allows us to train our minds to stay in the present moment. I don't want anyone to feel like they're wasting their life or missing out on their life. And that's why I'm so passionate about this practice. Cause I've seen the benefits for myself, this incredible, deep swelling of joy and love and bliss starts to surround you every moment. And it's possible to achieve this in one lifetime this experience of enlightenment. So I share these words with you and this practice with you to help that cultivation. So may that cultivation continue.
0: Thank you, Jeremy. Thank you. Yeah, that was wicked. You know what I want to take with me? Let the present take care of you. Mm. That was like a moment for me. And try to enjoy everything that I do, brushing my teeth, scratching my butt, washing the dishes, you know, like every single moment can be this incredible fucking moment. It's like, yes, I'm alive. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, that is the most beautiful thing when you think about it. That gift of life that we have. And I spend a lot of it in my head and it's been pretty difficult these past few weeks, you know just being in that mind space for just the moment i wake up there's already all these worries and fears and stresses that are in my brain thinking of the past and worrying for the future and it's like i can't even you know do simple tasks without feeling sad so fuck yeah 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 that's some big that's a big realization and a big thing for me to like work on and practice and like yeah, no, just keep bringing myself back in the present, enjoying this present moment and enjoying the fact that I'm here living and breathing this moment, mm-hmm. so thank you, Jeremy, that was like, great, that was amazing, thank you
2: thank you guys
1: thank you that was that was real talk <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was really good let's find out since I actually learned this phase that it's always now um, kind of, you know, try to keep it in my mind and then every time I'm really getting stressed about things or I'm too much lost in the past or future, I'm trying to keep saying that in my head that it's always now and bring me a little bit mm-hmm. back to just right at this moment, like I don't have any pain, like I don't have anything right at this moment there's nothing awful is happening and everything is good so not why are not appreciating this and not really worrying about tomorrow or future mm-hmm. but still we get lost which is which is um which is life which is very human <laughs>
2: it's very human yeah well said I right, thank you all
0: Thank you so much, Jeremy. Thank As you. always, very much
2: appreciated. Yeah, uh, thank you. Sure. Cool. That was great. Thank you. All right. Yeah, you
1: are. Have Take good care. Workout. Have a great night.
2: Good night. Good night. night. Bye. Bye.